Mm. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like the setup. You got the big flag in the background. Thank you. I'm trying, man. You know? Yeah. I do what I can. That's Yo, how was, how was Texas Roadhouse, bro? Dude, oh, wait. Are you recording? Oh, you are recording. We're, we're recording, dude. We're on. Like, Let's welcome, do it. Welcome to the Okie Kid podcast, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, I'm excited. Nice. It's sweet. I'm glad you're starting this, man. I remember you talking to Eric about it. Yeah, I just kind of been kicking around since, like, actually since COVID happened. Yeah. And I never got around to it, never got around to it. And Eric put me on his podcast, and I was like, this is a ton of fun. Oh, wait. I I didn't even know he had one. Yeah, he doesn't uh, promote it a ton because it's, like, way more completely, like, NFL, like, sports based. And, like, on that area. Oh, yeah, he would do that in our dorm room. Yeah, they do the uh, they do their picks every week and stuff, you know. That's right. right. Yo, so that's Canada Dry. What is that? So this is Canada Dry. It's probably the best soda on the planet. Uh, (laughs) Zero sugar, ginger ale. I wish they were paying us for this sponsored video, by the way. Yeah, I wish. I wish. That'd be great. Right. But yeah, dude, that's just a you know, red leather, yellow leather. I'm ready. all right man well Dude. sweet so like are guys you just, are you just starting interviewing like athletes what's your like yeah so far uh i thought it was really good to kick it off with ado in the way of like since he was especially yeah. he, that dude's got a story himself yeah dude, i was i was watching while you were uh while you were at dinner i was like oh i didn't know half the things he was talking about right and we went to school with this dude for like oh like me two years you a year you know like and i don't know something you don't really here because it's not something that's brought up every day yeah you know? no well no one usually like no one really brings out their like their stories unless yeah really asked and it's not like people walk down the walk down the halls at you know on campus and they're like oh t- dude i broke my back yeah, and Aren't i was you know? i was grinding no. on a bike when i broke my back that's how i got here you know we're like yeah oh, everybody sees the athletes when they're at like the prime like oh look what they're doing there but that must be easy but they don't know the story behind what everybody really went through to get there and like right everybody's story is different easier or harder it's kind of a difficult road for everybody that actually kind of makes it in a way you know right i bet you have people don't know you fractured your school real bad not a not a not a lot of people know that uh that's a story i i haven't told yet publicly but you know no, no worries, bro. It's not like it's hiding enough. Like it's not something that comes up, you know. Like you guys are for a good story, then. It'll be a fun one, you know. Mm-hmm. Like once people hear that, they're like, "Oh, yeah, I have no idea." You're like, "Yeah, it's just yeah. Something, it's something you brag about," you know. Everybody, everybody's got their story, whether it's you know. They do. Or, you know, it's crazy. And so, those for listening at home, welcome back, and we have our guest today, Luke George. He is from Seattle, Washington, or that area at least. It was like Issaquah and uh, Issaquah, Snoqualmie area. Yeah. No one knows where that is. Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Seattle. <laughs> the dude was an absolute animal on the track coming out of high school. Still is once a day. Uh, luckily, we both have a race this weekend, but we're not racing each other. Uh, sadly. Thank, sadly, but you know, it's like. Oh, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> in, in, a, in a way, like, ah. Oh, you know, we haven't lined up yet, have we? We've never oh, lined up. Dude, not even at OU, we didn't. Not even at OU. We did never lo- we never lined up. <laughs> just on workouts. Just on workouts. And that's where it counts. 
exactly, bro. If you don't win the workout, you're not you're not a good guy. You know, you're not. No, you're that it's good. all about wins the workout. Actually, it's whoever wins the warm up. Really, if you don't win the warm up, I don't what know. You, you just go home. You just go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's nope, me. But me. Before Luke gets into it, Luke, from what I understand and what I know was one of the best milers coming out of high school. Ran 406 in high school. 406, 1600. The dude is unreal on the track. Absolutely filthy. A ton of God-given talent, ton of hard work. And Luke, like, bring us through that, man. Like, what? when did you start running? When did you, like, okay, this, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm going to – because you played soccer as well kind of growing up, correct? Yeah, dude, I, I played basketball. I, not very good because I'm not very tall. Um, how tall um, are you? Six three. No, I'm just kidding. Um, five ten, five eleven with shoes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe five nine. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the day, man. Did <laughs> I feel that, man? I feel that. I'm yeah, five ten, yeah. five eleven ish. Yeah, you know we weren't we weren't blessed with the long legs, but it's fine. It's fine. We we got the long legs. We just don't have the long torsos, dude. <laughs> with what we got, that's <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, um walking through that yet so i actually i've been running since kindergarten uh believe it or not um my mom uh i just found this out like last year my mom was sick of my rambunctiousness as a kid so she's like oh i'm just gonna throw him in a sport that'll wear him out and get him tired when he comes home so she's like i'm gonna put him in cross country and then um she was like yeah let's just run him and then he'll sleep when he comes home (laughs) and I was like, oh, thanks, mom. But then uh, they told me we got to the first meet, my first kindergarten meet. It was a half mile race, you know, you know nothing. Um, but it felt like forever when you're yeah, what, four or five years old. Um, and they saw me, it was like a horseshoe, right? And they saw me coming around the bend and I was in first. And they were like, what the heck? Like, he's actually good. <laughs> um, kid has some foot speed. Yeah. Did you notice? Yeah. I didn't know this, Brent. No, no, no. Big Brent was like, I have no idea. Shoot, he's probably going to be a big football player, you know? Dude, you know, Brent's like, he got it from me. You know, he was like, <laughs> yeah, right? He's like, I knew all along. <laughs> he's got to be good at cross country. Come on. <laughs> uh, but like through that, um, I just kind of like kept running, but I dabbled in pretty much every sport, baseball, football, basketball. Um, and I didn't, I didn't start just focusing on track until my sophomore year of high school, because like you said, I was playing uh, primarily soccer and track. Um, and then it got to a point my sophomore year where my high school coach was like, Hey, like, you know, I know you're, you're, you're good at both, but like, it gets to a point where you kind of got to decide like what you want to do because you know, your body gets tired, you're dealing with injuries. Um, and ultimately I just, fell in love with the sport of track um and I guess it also helped that I had a pretty good like freshman year so I was like you know what maybe I'm maybe I'm a little better at track um success breeds success yeah yeah exactly so like the combination of I guess being better and just like having more fun with it I was like okay this is what I want to do um and you know when I stopped growing basketball was out of the question (laughs) you know I was just I was a mechanic from three point art though. Don't get me wrong. Mechanic, straight mechanic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That's kind of like, um, that's kind of like my up bringing through it. It was a multi-sport athlete. Um, 
which I feel like a lot of people are, um, at least track athletes. You know? Builds durability, though, I think, as kids. Somebody mentioned to me one time that, like, they like to have kids, like runners, for instance, like distance runners, that played multiple sports growing up. First off, because, like, athletic, you know, you go through different things. You have muscles you probably wouldn't have if, if you just ran your whole life. Like right. me, I played basketball and football and, and ran growing up. That's kind of what I did. Yep. And you become more durable. Yeah, you do. You become more durable and you have more sports on you as younger kids. So like if any parents listen to this, which I have no idea if they will or not, but don't push your kids to do every sport, but like introduce right. them at least, you know, yeah. and see no, kind of what they like and, and they'll eventually kind of find their way on if they like sports or not, you know, but like, if they do, it's going to be better for them in the long run. And if not, they're going to learn something from it. So, yeah. In fact, sorry. Uh, Hunter just yelled at me. Nah, it's fine. He said, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, I feel like, I feel like everybody ever like always finds their way, no matter like, I guess, whatever route it is. But for us, you know, we found our, our route with running. Um, we got lucky in a way. Uh, it's a blessing and a curse i wish i was good at basketball like you know six eight you know Dude, oh my god wouldn't that be nice all the time wouldn't it you know uh, we kill ourselves at practice every single day we it'd do. be nice to be able to just you know i'm not saying that they don't have it as hard as us I no mean, I mean, it's I mean, definitely I mean, a different kind of hard but you're like hmm yeah down and backs don't sound too bad when you're doing five miles of work on the track so <laughs> yeah dude yeah <laughs> 14 mile long runs doing 10 mile tempos you know whatever yes. it's like you know man it'd be nice to be on a basketball court right now <laughs> right you know it'd be great yeah right or it's like but, it's, you know be like a, a safety or something football yeah, yeah, be cool. yeah. everything everything's hard but you know what it we, is uh, this is this is the path uh god wrote out for us you know got when did uh so you say you got into it really start focusing on track your sophomore year is that when you had really big jumps going into your junior year or going into your sophomore year so um my high school my high school was weird um I can actually explain the uh I guess the meaning behind yeah. this Ex- that, was my, that was my sophomore year um so I guess I'll just start from the start and go through Roman numerals exactly what those Roman numerals are please yeah, yeah yeah so it's probably backwards but that's 5 uh 11 2016 um so May 11th, 2016, what that, what that date is. I'll come back to that. So, um, so this is basically the story of how I got to OU. Um, and I don't know if you mentioned it earlier, but yes, we were roommates at OU. Some Oklahoma kid meets some Seattle kid in a dorm room and (laughs) became best friends ever since. Who would have guessed? Seriously. Yeah. I think we were both a little unsure about each other at first. We're like, I don't know if we're going to get along, but it worked out it's a brother for life right over there. So, for real. um, so basically, so freshman year, um, I had a pretty good year. I was like, I think I was like the third ranked freshman in the state of Washington cross country wise. Um, I ended up running, I think 425, 426 in the mile. Um, and then two flat in the 800. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh, like that's, that's pretty cool. Like that's a pretty good time. Um, and little me, you know, I just thought I was going to be good because, you know, you're young. You don't know any better. I didn't think I needed to train. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to be better. Right. So we get to my sophomore year um, and then uh, we get to um, 
the conference championships. So like when we're, we're when we're peaking for the season, which just so happened to be um, May 11, 2016, which is why I got this. Um, and I ended up getting second to last in both of my events, uh, the mile and the 800. Um, ran slower than I did my freshman year in both events. Uh, and it was just, it was a total slap to the face. Um, it was like, it was a really low moment uh, for me. Like my just sophomore year in general was, was terrible. Um, my grades were bad. Um, friendships were rocky. Um, I was like almost academically ineligible uh, type bad grades. Um, and then, you know, on top of this, like it was just like the icing on a cake to a really, really bad year. Um, and I remember in between my mile and the 800, um, there was this dad that came up to me and he was like, oh, like, you're, you're pretty good, right? Like you're Luke, George. And I was like, yeah, that's me. He's like, where are you looking at schools? And at the time I was looking at, uh, I think it was like Alabama, Georgia, um, Texas, uh, like SEC Southern type schools. And he was like, oh man, like, I'm sorry to break to you, but like, you're not fast enough nor smart enough to get into any of those schools. And like, that was after I just got second to last and like, I'm already beat down, like my head's down and like- Somebody's dad? Yeah, just like some random dad. Um, never talked to him before in my life, but obviously he knew who I was. And I was like, like, who are you to tell me that? Like, I am on my, like, oh my, like, I am, I am not feeling good right now. And you just throw that on me. I'm just like, put the bus in reverse again. Dude, yeah, dude. It was just like, he was just digging me into the ground. What a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, like whose dad tells some other dude's kid who's like 16 years old. Like, yeah, dude, you're yeah. not smart enough. You're not fast. Like, I mean, granted it's kicking the face and. Yeah. Like, dude. dude oh but yeah no so um so like I said it was just like a really low moment in my um high school experience um just as a culmination of like everything um and and so I took my my break after the season because my season was done after that um and I was like okay I never want something like this to like ever happen again um so I did a lot of like self-reflecting during that time like okay, like, what do I need to be doing to like get to that next level? Like I see, I see these guys on TV running the NCAA. I'm like, I want to be like that. Like, what do I got to do? So I was like, okay, like sleep, diet, um, you know, bad influences, um, training, those big thing, like actually train. Um, and that's when I ultimately decided to, to stop playing soccer. Um, and why I ended up getting this tattoo was beca not because it was a bad day um because a lot of people are like oh you got it because like you sucked pretty much i was like no 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 no. um i think point. yeah um i think had that day not happened i wouldn't be where i am today because it, it taught me that sometimes your biggest biggest failures um in life can be some of your best opportunities to learn and grow and you might not understand like why certain things are happening when they do or why they do but you might get down the road and like look back and be like, oh my, like that, that was the best thing that could have happened to me. Um, so fast forward to my junior year, I start running faster. Um, I ended up, uh, I think my junior year I ran like 416 and 154. I ended up winning my conference in district championships in the mile at 800. Um, state was a little rocky, um, but I ended up getting second place um, in the 1500 and the 800 at junior olympic nationals oh, wow. uh, that year and that was like the first year that like 
schools started noticing me. And that's when I started talking to like University of Oklahoma, University of Kansas, Oklahoma State, you know, schools like that um, of that caliber. I was like, oh, this is like, this is cool. Um, Finger recruiting so is a ton of fun. Yeah, dude. And I was like, okay, like this is, this is real. Like I can actually, I can do this. Um, I think from there, like the confidence started to build. I started to learn my body better, like training got better. Um, I was being trained by like really, really good coaches that know the sport. Well, they know how to train for the 800. When you say learn your body, a lot of people have no idea what that really means. Have you right. tell about that? Yeah. Um, man, running, running is so complex, <laughs> you know, um, there are so, there are so many ways to do it. Um, and for guys like us, middle distance runners, you can train so many different ways. Um, and so I, by learning what my body responds to and doesn't respond to was huge. Um, you know, I was doing 25, 30 miles a week in high school, which is relatively low for most people. A lot of people I was racing the mile and were doing like 55, 60 in high school. Um, and I knew that didn't work for me because I just felt slow off of that. Um, and it gets heavy. Yeah. I just felt heavy. And I was like, I was, I learned through my experience that like, I respond well to quality training over like quantity um, where some guys, you know, they got to They got to get that strength. They got to run 60, 70 miles a week to run a fast mile, 3k, 5k where me, like I need to train speed. And then I, then I go up um, to like the 800 or the mile. Um, and so, you know, I just got really good at like, um, I guess just learning yourself. Yeah. They're like, Hey, I, if I do a tempo or if I do these faster 200 or faster 300s, right. my body might be more beat up the next day from those three, from the tempo, right. instead of doing these faster twos. And I can still get the same amount of working of like, I guess, quantity of miles of work. Right. But Just in, a different way. in a different way, but it might be more beat up on one way than the other. So you right. take the other route and your body responds well to it and you get better training. And exactly. the, name, the name of the game of running competitively and at an elite level is recovery like you don't recover you can't work out you can't work out you can get faster it's facts and a lot of people Uh, mix that up like with like eating too like oh like eating makes you faster the eating whatever you eat does not make you faster at all but But it helps you recover uh, yep and the faster you can recover the faster you can get back up on the horse and start doing the workout exactly exactly um yeah it's so true um, because basically, you know, when we work out, like we're literally tearing, you know, our muscles are tearing apart pretty much, you know, essentially it's, I don't know all the science behind it, but like our muscles break down. And so like, you know, I always think of it like a chart. Like if you start up here and you do a workout, you like after your workout, like you're here per se. Right. And if you don't recover fully, you only get back to here. And then you're starting your next workout here. If you don't fully recover and then you do it again. And then if you're not recovering, like all of a sudden, like you're you taking a, a stair step down every single time. Right. Right. Exactly. So I got really good at like listening to like, um, what I respond to, what I don't respond to, like what foods helped me like feel better, like what made me feel slow, what made me feel fast. Um, there's also so, probably like finding that balance of like the difference between fatigue yep. and just like muscle soreness because. I'd be like, oh, I used, I don't respond well to this. No, you're just sore. Right, right. And that's kind of the, a lot of things people learn later, high school, early college. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So true. And between that. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, I was lucky to learn that so early when I did like leading into my uh, senior year of high school, because I could really like focus on like, okay, let's do like, let's do these things that is going to, that are going to get me to where I want to be. So like you said, um, my senior year was, was fantastic. Um, for like, for multiple reasons, um, you know, my confidence grew. Um, I, uh, I ended up running, like you said, I ran 406 in the 1600, um, that year. Um, I think that put me at, Oh, don't quote me on this. I think I was like number eight or nine, um, in the country coming out of, uh, high school for the mile. Um, and then I ended up running 151.01 in the 800, which I think put me at like 14.15 in the country for the 800. Um, and committed to the University of Oklahoma that year. And that is where you met, man. my college career started. And I met this dude, <laughs> this dude from small town Tahlequah, Oklahoma. <laughs> Oh God, like, what am I doing? What am like, I in for? Being in, in Norman, Oklahoma from Seattle. Like, oh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but man, it was, the, it was, it was one of the best, uh, best years. Um, I can say that the same. I think, yeah. That I'll have um, experience wise. Um, you know, there's, there's some rocky road in there uh, for sure. Like any, you know, any new experience, but the people I met at that school will be, probably in my life for forever same man that was one of the one of the best years I think I've ever had in my life like nothing will ever take us back to the freshman year dorm rooms man like (laughs) just that freshman year in general yeah I'm not gonna say our team I know you had a gambling problem because a problem means that you're losing and no no it's not like we went to um Riverwind a couple times a week. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> It'd be different if we were losing a lot of money, but we were right. making, we were walking out with more than we took you in. You know what? Most nights. When you're playing with house money, you're not yeah. even, you're not even gambling. You're not even gambling. It's not even your money, man. <laughs> just house money. Your money. <laughs> you just, you just, yeah, I mean, you might play once with your money, but then you get up and you put your money in your pocket and play with the casino's money. Exactly. Exactly. We now just we- got. We had a fun team, man. <laughs> We've yeah. got a, I've got a video on my phone somewhere of Eric sleeping in the casino. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that was <laughs> he didn't have a good night that night. He was in the chair, dude. He's like passed out. Like, look at him. He's I think asleep. he lost. I think he had lost that night. He might have. I felt bad, but man. Or he was just tired. I think it was really because early on, I think he was just tired. He's just sleeping in the yeah. chair at the casino. Yeah, we're all like, right, that's right. And we're just like, like, <laughs> with these old dudes. They're like, what are these like 18 year old guys from OU? Here? Like, we see you guys a lot. <laughs> it was bad when you started knowing the, uh, the table clerks by name. It's like, oh, yeah. we're here. We're here too much. Oh, what's up, Jonathan? How you doing? <laughs> oh, good to see you, Justin. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's like, oh, man, he knows my name. I could get out of here, man. Like, I should probably stop coming. <laughs> It's weird though, man. We all started in one place and now we're all we're all across country. All across the country now. Yes. Literally. We did all transfer. Uh it's really un- really unfortunate. One of the most unfortunate things ever from what we had building there. I think we had a, a soon to be in a weird way, I don't want to say dynasty, but we had we were, a- Yeah, we were we were on 
a strong come up. Um, yeah. OU, OU in history um, was a really, really strong distance program. Um, I think like two years before, two or three years before we got there, they had like two or three sub four guys, like yeah, um, all American in the steeplechase. They had, you know, they had, they had some studs and then they went through a couple coaching changes. And then um, Kevin Andrasik was the one who brought us in. Um, and, you know, he's no longer any of our coaches, but I can't thank the dude enough that he brought us all together. Yeah. We're all um, this bunch of Kevin's kids running around now. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Right? Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a hard, hard leave. Um, that was difficult. It was really difficult. Transferring is not fun. Um, yeah. a lot of people are like, Oh, like you get to go on like visits again. And you're like, Oh, you get to talk to like all these schools and like, yeah, you, you, you get to go through that again. It's, it, it's, you know, it's a fun experience to talk to coaches again and especially going through it a second time, but it's, what people it's don't hard. understand is the fact that like you're transferring, not because something good's happening. Right. Right. It's not like everything's perfect. So you're going to leave. Right. That's not and, the case. Like exactly. in and, our case, they essentially tried to push our guy out and he's like, okay, see ya. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, like, just like, I, if you guys don't see like what I'm doing here, like, then why am I, why am I here? Yeah. And he redshirted so, a lot yeah. of us because some of us were like, we're kind of hurt. Some people were just like, you just need to be redshirted. And, uh, it's just a really big building year. And then what I, it was understand. like a, it was like a it was like a rubber band like we were we were back here ready to go just cut it yeah it's just you know some people it's college tracks weird man people can um especially at the top uh they get un, impatient when they don't see uh results right away um yeah but they kind of they they miss underlaying groundwork that's being built um and that's no fault of their own like you know these people are focused on football, basketball, baseball, but shoot, man. It's, yeah, it was you know, it's still, it's, it still stinks. Like I'm, I don't get me wrong. I am, I'm really, really happy where I'm at and I'm sure you are too. Yes. Um, but to, to leave somewhere that you were like so excited about. Is, oh, I remember, remember thinking, I think I told you this. Uh, we were actually in the dorm room and I was kind of thinking like, this is, this is too good to be true, man. Like what no, we had I remember, going on. I remember those talks. We would talk, like, dude, like what what would we do if uh Yeah, what would we do if like, Kevin left? Like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't know what I'd do, man. I'd I'd, I'd probably go home. Like <laughs> yeah, be, go home. if Kevin's gone, I'm gone, you know, like because we all really oh, went there because <laughs> we all really went there because of him. Like yeah. if you ever get the chance to talk to a Kevin Andrasik, that dude's brain is spinning constantly of oh. just like just running, dude. I remember Talk coming. About, yeah. Coming, Talking about gears turning. Oh, 24-7. I remember coming in, like, trying to, like, you know, like, him haw around with him a little bit. And it was just kind of like, no. We're not. We're not. We're not here to mess around. Like, like <laughs> even if we're just talking, it's like, yeah. No, if it wasn't about running, it was like, don't talk to me. And I was like, yeah. I caught on oh, that. But we, we, we pushed his buttons a little bit. <sighs> Probably more than we should have, but. I think he kind of enjoyed it a little bit. No, he did. We kept him. We kept him on his toes. Kept him That's young. 
<laughs> definitely always just jabbering at him. He always he jabbered back too was the best part. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> He'd bring yeah. it right back, even harder. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a fun relationship because he's he's a younger coach. Um, at the time, he's one of the youngest in the Power Five, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think he was. Um, at his start, at least. Yeah. Um, so you could kind of connect with him in a different way than you do at like um you know other schools where the coaches might be a little bit older. It was more so like okay, yeah, he's my coach and he scares me when he's mad. Um, yeah, and like, you, had, you, had this, you had this level of respect that you do any coach, right? But since he's young, you could kind of connect with him. On, you could like, try. Yeah, <laughs> or try. <at> least. <laughs> Start talking about like sports physiology and he's like, oh yeah, that I know oh, that. Yeah. Oh, I got this. I got I'm this. Like, oh, coach, so lactic threshold, 2.7 <laughs> milliliters of blood in my, oh, you know. I loved it. And the thing is, I would love going into his office and just like picking his brain. Like mm-hmm. once a week, dude, I'd pick his brain. Like try to just gain as much knowledge as possible, whatever I could get him talking about. And it's like, listen, it's like, it's being a student to the sport to somebody like, I never had anybody like that, that had that much knowledge about it. Right. So I was trying to soak it all in like a sponge, dude. Like, yeah. I'm sure he got tired of me being in his office. And I remember one time I walked up and I was talking to somebody outside of his office. He didn't see me yet, but he heard me. And all I hear is, go away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Go, go away, Justin. Go I'm away. You? Yeah. He was joking around, but it's like, go away. <laughs> I'm fine. Sorry. I was like, fine. I just want like, to talk oh. to you. Like, somebody to hug. He's like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. so don't hug me. Exactly. Yeah, don't hug. Don't. I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I uh, dude is really good at what he does. Yeah, and it's shout just, out to him now. Uh, started. He has a pro group. Uh, he's also coaching high schoolers. He's coaching, coaching high schoolers. Some college guys. Who, yeah, anyone who wants outside coaching. Uh, Thunder Road Thunder, Running. Thunder Road Running. Yeah, check it out. He's the real deal, man. Like. I never really had coaches like push my limits like he did until that point in my life, you know, like I remember we were like, get ready. Got to work out the day. I was like, what's a workout? And he'd like, tell us workout. Like, Oh, wow. And he'd like, then tell us paces. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Then here we go. You know, yeah. like, like, I mean, you're not going to be like, Hey, can you slow it down? And like, you just kind of buckle up and you, just, yeah, you do, you, you get after it. I remember this one workout. I think you may have been coming back from, like a little tweak. Um, it was cross country season. My, it was the head. It was the skull fracture. It was the head. It was the head. That's right. So this was cross country season, and okay, like I said in high school, I was doing 25, 30 miles a week. So, and Coach O wanted me to do cross country, so you know I did it. Um, and you know, not out of choice. Uh, it was his choice. And, <laughs> now I was happy to do it. Don't worry. Um, I love eight Ks, right? Oh yeah. But you know, going from racing three miles in high school to five, yeah, um, five and six, 10 K six, right? You ran a 10 K yet? Once. I have not. I'm streak free, baby. Yeah. Just wait. Um, (laughs) my first, my first few eight Ks were, were horrendous. They were pitiful. Um, I was trying, um, I would kill, like, I would be really strong in workouts. Um, but for some reason in these races, I just like, I don't know what it was, you know, I would get these side cramps and 
that was it, they were just tough but I remember this one workout in particular we showed up to the track because first semester we would do uh 7 a.m workouts and it was dark uh it was rainy and and Kevo was like all right like we got a tempo on the track we're like what we got he's like I'm not telling you he's like just run he's like I'm gonna tell you the paces to run and you're gonna run it until I tell you to stop I remember this we were it's, in the lobby yeah we're in the we're, lobby and he's like you're going to get on the track and yeah. nobody drops with a little yeah. bit more extra words in there. But yeah. And like, I wasn't even in the workout, but I was like, I'm fired up. Like yeah. <laughs> no, I was hyped, but I was also like scared. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> big time. And we just started and like, I don't remember the exact paces, but we ended up running in eight K, um, on the track with, um, you know, we were doing alternate alternative paces, um, little, and it was, we were running the whole time. Um, we had, so we had active rest, um, short rest. Uh, I actually ended up, uh, PRing in the 8k in that workout, um, faster than any of my races in a workout and we were doing rest. And I was like, Oh, so like to your point, you know, he, he has a weird way of unlocking the potential that he sees in you that you don't quite see yet. Yes. Um, which is cool which is cool. He's got a way uh, with words too. Like I remember like personally loved his morning, like mm. pre easy run, pre workout, like I'm not gonna call them speeches cause they weren't like crazy long, but like it was yeah. never, never a wasted word. If that makes sense. Right. right. Like, before our workout. And it was kind of like, I liked his afternoon speeches a little bit more because I was I'm not a morning person. Yeah, I remember being half asleep and like in the lobby, just like laying down. <laughs> yeah, dude, you got bedhead, your hair is wild. Oh my god, I think he asked one of the guys one time because like in the mornings I look terrible for some reason. I wake up and my awesome. eyes are always just red. Like I just look like I had a night on the town, but I never did. And yeah. he asked Heath one time. He was like, "Hey, is Justice like?" Is he hung over? And he's like, no, he doesn't even drink. He's like, no, really? He, he, he just, just looks, looks he just looks that bad in the morning. <laughs> I have well, coming like my long sleeve, like Bassmaster Classic shirt on. And he... yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, you're pissed off. We we had our Mr. Coffee Man coffee. Oh my, that coffee was terrible in the oh, dorm room. Bad. What was uh, it? It was like we we bought it for like 15 bucks at Walmart. Maybe, bro. Casino money. Like like we got some extra casino money where you take the rest yeah, of the let's buy a mr coffee man yeah it was terrible dude oh mm. my god never recommend shout out to them for not being making good coffee <laughs> right <laughs> right terrible that was, was so bad i remember we would make it in the mornings they get your coffee yeah, i got mine you got yours yeah we'd go like oh my god yeah. no i'd wake you up that's for sure it like it was good it wasn't the caffeine that woke you Mm-mm. that stuff was bitter Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was terrible. No matter how much sugar you put in it, I don't think it got any less bitter. Yeah. No. We tried everything. We would do like honey, like sugar, like cream, like heavy creamer. Couldn't change it, dude. That was stout. <laughs> and yes, we put filters in it. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Old school. Yeah, that coffee is terrible, dude. I'm glad that thing broke. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we just got we got memories on memories that year. It was good. It was terrible. It was absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. But you had a really good freshman year at OU, honestly. Yeah, like it uh, was. Um, 
especially starting an indoor. Like, I mean, you cross guys can have that, man. But indoor, you uh, went to, uh, we think, remind me on it. Obviously, went to the Big 12s and you placed well there, correct? Mm-hmm. You got placed in the mile indoors? Yeah, I ended up, uh, well, I got eighth, but I scored as a freshman in the mile, which yeah. was super cool. Not common. Yeah, you know, I'm li- I'm lining up on the start line with guys, you know, I was watching on TV. I'm like, oh, yeah, stop, dude. You're like, can I, can you sign my shirt after? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I think because Sam Worley was in that mile and I'm like, oh, I know you. Yeah, he's one of the names we kind of like, like that was two, three years ahead of us of like, oh, like he's making it. And then you kind of like yeah. one of those top high school kids, he goes to college and does really well. Right. And so he's one of those names of like, oh, I'm racing you. And it's kind of like that reality check of like, oh, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. No, and exactly. also, it's not so much of a dream as it is like, oh, like you have, at some point you make that click of like, exactly. I'm supposed to be here. And I'm going to be here. And mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you. Like, like yeah. you know, like it's that competitive edge of just like turning it off and then, kind of always having it on at the same time right and, and then um i think our dm our dmr got like fourth fifth or sixth or something like that yeah you guys had a so double all conference and indoor and then yeah. you went to outdoor did you uh i can't remember if you scored or not in the outdoor my my outdoor big 12s was shaky um but what's weird is um we went to ucla um to run a really fast mile um, or 1500, I'm sorry, it was paced and everything. Um, I ended up running 346, um, over there at UCLA. And that actually qualified me, um, to the NCAA West regionals, um, my freshman year. And I, I was one of two freshmen in the 1500 field. Um, cause those that don't know, I think 46 or 48 people. I think it's 48, right? I think so. Or maybe it's 46, 46. What he's saying is that the top 46 times in the nation, in the right. nation, out of everybody in the NCAA and D1, you take the top 46 times and you take them to regionals. That's a pretty elite group of guys. That's oh. not that's not easy to get to. And then getting past that is if you go to national meet, like you're you're a stud. You're a different animal because they take 16, correct? I think so. 16, and then they do a. 16 and 16 and then 32 they do rounds and then yeah it, we could be wrong on the numbers but it's something like that. how many uh is there a prelim and then a final at regionals yeah 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 so that's the hard part about it's getting brutal. to the to an NCAA final is not just the final the final yeah. is the, apparently the easy part I could talk like that like I've been there but I haven't but you go through prelim final at regionals and then you go to nationals and then you have a prelim, prelim and then a final so you're actually racing a ton. So like, it depends how durable you are and how you can hold up and recover yep. to get back on the line. Bingo. Yeah. I, um, I was just happy to be there freshman year. <laughs> I didn't do so well. <laughs> I got last in my heat, but you know what? I made it. <laughs> um, so what's that's, a bad, that's a bad uh, mindset to have. Um, but you know, little me, I'm 18 years old and, I'm next to a BYU dude who's probably 26. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, what's up? I'm here. Let's go. Um, and I was just inexperienced. And I thought all championship races were sit and kick. Um, and I was 
prelims aren't fit for it. I was ready for it. Um, I was like, okay, we're going to go out in like 210 and then let's sprint. We went out in 58 and I was out of it from the start. Ooh, that's moving for first. Yeah, first I think four. I had, um, I think I had Oliver Hoare, uh, who are from Wisconsin in my heat. And he, I was like, okay. Really? Yeah. I think he ended up, uh, I, he was definitely top three that year um, at finals. It's different when you race somebody like that. You're like, oh, that's what, okay, that's what a national caliber is like. Yeah. And yeah. You're, you get, a, you get a rude away from, real quick. Yeah. And people either shy away from that or yeah. take it and run with it in a way of like, okay, like, you think that's good? I'm, I'm going to be back and I'm not just going to match you. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, fueled me. Um, and then, you know, we finished the season. I was like, dang, like that was a, that was a, that was a good year. And we were prepping for next year. Um, I was like, okay, like I got, I got some big goals. Like definitely want to make the national championship. I want to run, you know, 342, 343 in the 1500. Um, want to be on our school's top 10 list. And we're, we're you know, we're training. Uh, all of us are because like you were you were ready to shoot out of the cannon take that red shirt off um and three weeks three weeks before our reporting date is when coach o left um and i oh, i had never been so confused in my life i was a mess I was like, oh it was awful um because like the things we were talking about came true um yeah and I was like, dang, like I got some of like the best friends on this team, but I also got three more years left in my college experience. Like, uh, what do I do? And ultimately I was, um, I think I was one of the first to, to transfer out, um, because, um, there was no, there was no, um, they didn't give us any feedback what was going on. Yeah. There was no feedback. Uh, there was no information on like a new coach coming in. And so I was like, okay, so, so here I am um sitting here and I don't know who my new coach is going to be so I'm like why why take a chance on someone that I may or may not like mesh with or I can enter the transfer portal um and go find a coach that I know I'm gonna like succeed with um somebody put it this way to me yeah like I remember calling actually Jeff our old uh like our volunteer assistant coach our freshman year and we talked because like he had i think four coaches all four years of his college career and i was like what he's like yeah, yeah. she's like so i get oh, yeah. yeah 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 i get what you're going through and i was like really and he's like you're signing you you're getting somebody you didn't sign up for you exactly. know and that's not always a bad case sometimes they're really right. good they're sometimes it works out works out for the better sometimes but in just this case it didn't fit for us Mm-hmm. uh 15 of us actually to be exact <laughs> yeah yeah um i don't know i don't know if i was this the tip of the domino fall but um there's a lot of us gone it it wasn't like it was like one person left and been like oh uh, he's leaving i gotta go it's more of like okay a couple of people left off the bat uh i think you're one of those and like yeah a couple of us were like okay like hey like I don't want to have to leave like, and I come from Washington for OU. Like that's, that's, that's huge. But like also being like an Oklahoma kid and like running with Oklahoma on your chest. That's uh, like, 
like the world, man. Like even if you didn't grow up an OU fan, you like you're still up in like your own home state across the nation. Like that's really like special and has like a kind of a place in your heart almost for it. And so leaving was hard. And I went through a lot of like hard conversations with a lot of people that like I thought I had respect for. And after I transferred, wasn't really there anymore. And I was like, okay, I guess you're kind of fake, but uh, yeah. So that was not an easy process. Yeah. Yeah. You find out, you find out really quick who actually supports you and who was just there because you're on the same team. They were there. You're just there because you're there. You're like, okay, you're actually fake. Like, I don't wish transferring. Some people people were like, oh, you know what, dude? Like, I wish you were staying here, but I, you got to do what's best for you. Like, I understand. And I appreciate that. And then there's some people who are like, they're like, F you, you know? Yeah. They're like, like, how dare you? Like, just, just up and leave like this. And it's like, man, like, if only you understood, like, what I was thinking. Like, it's not easy. Yeah. Um, but these people, they just like, I don't, they I don't know. To conclusions. Do. And it was funny. Yeah. People you thought you were close with would like unfollow you on Instagram. And like, you're like, what? This is the most petty yeah, thing I've ever seen in my life. I would support you if you, yeah. you know, do you, do you. It's like fake, <laughs> fake, <laughs> yeah, <right>. fake. <laughs> like, um, I mean, I, I probably unfollowed them back. I, knew I definitely unfollowed them. If I found out about it, I was like, I get no time. Why am I giving you my time of day? <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah okay let's like so that happened um and and i don't i don't wish transferring upon anybody but at the same time you learn a lot about the people you're around when you do yeah you do you learn a lot about who's actually there to support you and who's just kind of there because maybe they thought you were cool at the time or whatever but after you leave it's like you haven't heard a word not a good luck not a nothing yeah and not that i don't i we need that Mm-hmm. but like if we're friends we're gonna stay in contact right exactly like yeah it was dude, just, i mean yeah it was, like we i flew out to tahlequah oklahoma this past summer this dude flew half across the country to come to the lake this summer and it was a blast dude it was him fun. and preston from, yeah and preston preston from california and luke from Seattle, Eric washington it came up but he had some you know we had covid things were going on then and it was difficult yeah. times and it still is but but yeah, now now all of us are um, spread out across the country. I found myself at University of Arkansas. Arkansas. I'm at Kansas. Eric's at A and M. Preston's back in Cali. I forget. I forget which. There's so many Cali schools, man. Oh, there's so many. Uh, like something sunny side or something. I, I yeah, forget. Yeah, like Cal State, sunny side up, <laughs> White Valley. <laughs> um, Over easy, like. Yeah, right. <laughs> we got um, we got Tickner at um he's somewhere in cali too yeah luke reeds at florida state florida state um, keen is up in illinois i think illinois something or kentucky like something like that I don't yeah. know exactly. um, elise is back in california haley's at uw uh reagan where did reagan go i think she stopped running oh wow but i, I could be wrong though don't quote me on that i'm sure she's still like doing it as like for her health and like because she loves it but i think what because you you left and we got the new coach and kind of what a lot of people went through mentally with all of that uh i don't think that was good for any of us yeah because we were so invested in kevin that 
somebody new coming in and then like kind of like flipping the program on his head it's kind of like whoa 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 <laughs> yeah yeah you're whoa. Like, whoa we're like this ain't it's all different. right this ain't all right like different can be good sometimes but this different just ain't right right and uh yeah i remember i remember i had a lot of conversations with you that year and you're i remember when you were thinking about leaving too um you're like dude like that was so hard i, I might i might have to might have to go and i remember talking you through the process i was like it's not fun um it's terrible but honestly like you got to do what's going to make you happy at the end of the day um and for us you know it's working out thank god Hmm? it's working out thank god and yeah i know it it really is and this sport brings us so much joy so to you know to be somewhere where you're yeah you know and um, and like you said kind of we have yeah, four years to make this dream work. Yeah. That's all you have. Yeah, four years of eligibility. That's all you yeah. have, that's all you're ever going to have. Right. And the clock doesn't stop if you just stop running for a year. It doesn't stop. Well, it, I guess, you know, give or take five, six, injuries, whatever. Yes. Yes. Got a COVID shirt, got a red but, shirt now. But, but yeah. Four years. And... and- at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's your dream. It's your life. It's what do you want out of your experience? And, and as hard as it can be, you kind of have to be selfish and just in, in decisions like those. Um, because at the end of the day, I, I'm a firm believer in like where you are truly like the happiest and where you are that you like believe in what you're doing. You believe in your training. Um, you're going to, you're going to do the best whether that's in sport, whether that's in the workplace. Um, that's, that's what I was, that's what my dad always taught me. He's like, if you were like, if you were truly happy and you believe in what you're doing, like you're going to succeed. You're going to excel. Like yeah. you're going to enjoy it. You're going to want to get up and go do it. And sometimes there's mornings where we don't feel like getting up, but we're and like, we'd much rather get up and do it than lay in bed and be like, regret it in yeah. three hours, you know? Like once you're done with it, you're like, oh, I, I'm so happy I did that. Like that sucked, but man, I'm happy I did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because running, so like, true. you know, has a ton of ups and downs. And a lot of kids, I think they see Yeah, it's like that. They see these like professional runners or top NCAA runners or whatever, whoever they looked up to in sports, and they're like, Oh, it's it's all sunny side. Dude, you go through some yeah. dark times. Like <laughs> Cause that's all you see. That's all you see. You just see yeah. the, the no moments. One, no one highlights the dark moments, boys. Nope. Like no one's highlighting the dark moments. And I'm sure there's been times where you've been like thought about like, do I really want to do this? Yeah. Like, oh, sometimes, time. sometimes you do that and you're like, wait a minute, what am I thinking? Like, of course yeah. I want to do this. Like, yeah. just get through this week. Get through this day. Tomorrow's a new day. Try to have yeah. a better attitude. Get some good food and you hydrate. And- <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's things you, can always control you know there's always going to be things that are out of your control um but there's there's two things that i can think of and there's more than this but your effort and your attitude that you bring up bring to every single day um to practice to school you know whatever it may be um and i feel like that's that can really change the outcome of your day-to-day life honestly it's changed mine especially rooming with you for a year 
That yeah, helped me right? out a lot because I hated school. I, I was doing it. I did what I could. Oh, dude, I don't like it either. But like, you were always like so happy and joyful. I'm like, man, this sucks. You're like, ah, it ain't that bad. I'm like, oh, I guess not. You know, yeah. like, and so like, oh, but like internally, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Dude, I'm gonna drop out. I swear. <laughs> but you know, you always have you 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 always have choices in life. You can you can walk around with a with, you know baham bug mopey mopey face, or you can you know, put a smile on. And that's not to say you have to be okay every day, but. Yeah. And a, a bad attitude breeds a bad attitude. Like right. and a good attitude breeds good attitude. So like, if you're like, oh, the world's against me, then you're going to start seeing things that are against you. And you start thinking in this really negative way, but you start thinking things like, Hey, like I got this I'm on top of it. I can do this. And then like, all of a sudden it, it, it flip flops and you're like, oh, like, look at this. I'm blessed for this. I'm blessed for that. Right. And like right. your day just stair yeah. steps on the yeah. way up. And it's, exactly people that just have bad attitudes don't wants to be around that you're like oh almost no one likes to hang out with me you have bad attitude all the time right and honestly a a heavy mind is a heavy body um when it comes to when it comes to running at least um you know if you're carrying all that all that you know negativity it's just gonna drag you down um disgusting i don't know we both had that before oh yeah both had that before (laughs) yeah yeah, no, and it, it does. It affects people around you, and it's just like you were saying. Um, if you start looking for positive things, like they're gonna start, like, kind of coming to you. Yeah. And it's like the it's like noticing a yellow car on the road. Like you don't notice them until you like, you're paying about attention it. to them, and then you're like, oh, they're everywhere. It's kind of like if like your mom or your dad or your brother or yeah. somebody in your family gets a new car, and all of a sudden like you're looking for a I don't know. Like, a gray truck and all of a sudden you see gray trucks everywhere you don't even notice yeah. it like oh there's always gray trucks is that david is that david or is that right. mckenna you know like right and it's same thing with yeah i look on life and what you go through your day-to-day yeah it's true it's true it's crazy it yeah. is <laughs> it is something that's for sure yeah i yeah. do have one question for you though for sure oh dude hit me i hit you with it ready what does it mean for you, like when, like in running, when you like, I guess flip the switch, or like turn it on between like races or like workouts, or, like or just your day to day life? Like, does something switch on race day, or is it out of constant, like every day is a grind? Because like that can be mentally exhausting. Yeah. Because I know uh, after, after races, for me personally, like, yeah, I put myself in such a mental state and such a mental preparation that like after my race. I'm not just physically exhausted, exhausted. I am mentally drained from like yeah. just a state of mind. I put myself in the ground and race. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is draining. Um, and I feel like, God, that's a good question. Um, so I get, I'm gonna give you a long, uh, yeah, bro. That's long answer. Um, back in high school, uh, my senior year, when I had my best year, I feel like I was so just like mentally sound. Like I, um, I knew how to focus on race day and I knew how to let it go after, you know, after my race, I didn't really think about it up until like I put my uniform on. Um, and I feel like that saved me so much, just like anxiety and like, um, energy stress. Um, cause it's, a, it's, it's a lot. It, it's like you said, it's physically, mentally draining when you're like 
oh my god like I need to run this like I'm gonna hit I need to hit this time I need to hit this time like I you know um and I feel like the past two years I've kind of lost that a little bit um and I don't know whether that's just being on a new stage um being in a new conference in the SEC like um I think I'm I like I think I started to think too much I'm like okay I'm in a new conference I like I need to prove myself like I need to show these coaches that recruited me at Arkansas that like I can do what they recruited me to do and I never felt like I did what um I could have last year um even though the year got cut short um and this year I've I've really started to just focus on my roots really um so I've made a major major change in a lot of the things I'm doing around here. Um, I, I switched, um, my coaches actually, um, I was with coach bucks, buck and the distance guys. Um, and you know, I ran 406 again last year, um, in the full mile. So it was a PR, um, and probably would have ran really fast outdoors if we would have had it, if it didn't get canceled to COVID. Um, but when COVID happened, I, I had a conversation with my coach. I was like, Hey, like, um, you know, coming up, um, like this, this is what really like worked for like my body. Um, and this is what I feel like is going to make me the most successful for this team in the future. Um, and so I'm doing like strict mid distance training. Now I'm doing 20 miles a week, 25 miles a week, um, as opposed to like 65 last year. And so I'm starting to like really, really enjoy like what I'm doing again. Um, and so when I get to race day, like I'm not worried about it. You know, I put on my uniform and then like, once that uniform's on, that's where the flip, that's where the switch flips. Cause like, I'm like, okay, like it's, it's like a killer mindset. Right. I'm like, whoever I'm stepping on the track against, like I'm gonna get you. And that goes back to the confidence that I've gained the past few months, because I believe in what I'm doing. Uh, I know it's working. So like, I don't need to stress about like what is going to happen on race day, because I know once I step on that line, that flip is going to switch. And I'm like, I'm going to beat you. I don't care who you are. Like, I'm going to do my like, best. I don't care who you are. I'm going to put you in the dirt. Yeah. Like, it I'm, doesn't, it doesn't always happen that way, but like, that's, that's the mindset you have to have. Yeah, exactly. And, and when you, when you start thinking about things too much, it's just like, it just, it just stresses you out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try my best to, you know, think about other things, um, but just really be like sound and confident in um, what I have done. And I, I get to race day and I'm like, man, like, thank God I only have an 800 to run today. You know, I don't have five 1000s. I don't have like four by 800 repeat. I don't have, you know, six by 400 at 52 seconds, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was like, I just have an 800. I have four laps and I'm done. Like, let me give it what I got. Um, four and laps then, and indoor, not outdoor. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. People are like, what? Except I got a mile this weekend. So whoo, yeah. we got eight on the indoor, baby. <laughs> are you sure you don't want to hop in the mile? Bro, I'm still- sure. I'm sure. Me and Coach talked about it. Like, yeah, you have the mile. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of like, um, I don't know if you're the same way, but my, my flip doesn't switch until I put on that uniform. And then it's like, okay, here we go. I feel like I have a couple that yeah. switch for me throughout the day of race day. Like, and each switch that flips yep. or gets turned on, 
each one gets a little bit more, I guess I could say aggressive in a way mm-hmm. of like, there's one when you get off the bus and you're at the place of like, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm here. Go relax. Exactly. And then you look at your watch and you're about two hours out. Okay. I need to be eating at two hours mm-hmm. out. And you're not so much thinking about the race too much. Try not to think like you're mentally preparing in a way, but you're not thinking about it in a heavy thought. Yeah. And then about hour or so, 45 minutes, depending on who you are, start warming up. And that's mm-hmm. kind of when, when thoughts start coming. Yeah. You're like, okay. And then I put on my Jersey. Yeah. And like, you can look in the mirror and you're like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna get you. Like, that's yeah. that's when I there, and then on the start line. No, the spikes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I put my spikes on and I tie my shoes, it's like I don't know if you ever seen it, but like movies, like when like the eyes go red and you're just like, yeah. "What are you doing? Don't do it!" Like, yeah. like that's kind of like, oh, oh, I'm I'm ready to roll. Like, yeah, I'm I'm try me and then yeah. when you hop on the track it's like i'm gonna kill all of you like you yeah. know like like i'm gonna put you in the dirt i want to bury you like yeah i'm gonna make you look ridiculous mm-hmm. i don't know how to describe it much more than that except the fact of like i just just killer instinct almost like they're like oh i meant to do this right be here right. yeah there's a, reason, there's a reason i'm on this track right now yeah and a lot of people don't know this, I don't think, but like, yeah, not just before, but after every single race, when I hop on the track, like I say a prayer in my head, mm-hmm. I thank God for giving me the opportunity to be there yep. and help me race for him and him alone. Amen. And then no matter how the race turns out, whether I win or lose, I thank him for the opportunity mm-hmm. he gave me Yeah. and thank thank him for letting me race for him yeah and i don't think a lot of people know that personally about me but like that's kind of like my every race like not to say ritual but just just what i it's what i do because i know like i wouldn't be here without him because you know a little bit about the uh skull fracture thing and like i kind of got a second chance in life yeah and so that's a big one for me but definitely when you put this when i put the spikes on it's it's go time oh yeah you know yeah. like that's what it is that's what it is something about putting spikes on like oh, oh baby. Mm-hmm. yeah if i if i you ever see me in public with spikes on don't talk to me like <laughs> if i'm walking on the sidewalk oh, with spikes on stay away <laughs> no i know i remember when you when i've seen you race before i'm like i'm gonna talk to you after the race <laughs> we're like me i might i might be a little bit more approachable um because i'm usually smiling even though i'm like in the zone but like i see justice and i'm like <laughs> I ain't talking to that guy. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a, he's like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm and I'm like, you. hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um yeah, there's no reason, there's no um mistake that we I guess are where we are doing what we're doing. It's I do I do something similar. Um you know, thank God for the um, well, I guess just the blessing he's given me to, to do what I love to do. 
Um, and I feel like it's like, I think for guys like us, it's like almost a way to like honor, honor him by um, doing what um, he has blessed us with the ability to do. Um, so I always ask him for the, for the strength um, in my races. And then after I'm like, you know what, you know, even if it went good, even if it went bad, I'm like, I am out doing what I thoroughly enjoy to do. So I can't, yeah. you know, there's no amount of thanks like you can give for, for experiences that we're experiencing right now. Yeah. No kidding, man. And I also kind of always think about this too. Like some kids would honestly kill to be like yeah, where we're at and not that it's all sunshine and rainbows. Cause believe me, it's not, but it's the opportunity in itself is motivating. Yeah, it is. And, and it's, it's weird to think about. I don't think about it often, but you know, we were, we were once the, the guys in, you know, freshman, sophomore, looking at these guys racing and like, there's no doubt that there's people, you know, and the same thing exist that are watching you race in the state of Arkansas, watching me race. We have no idea who they are, but they're like, Oh, like I want to be like that one day. Like, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's a and, surreal kind of experience when you think about it. Yeah. It, and it's hard to see, think about it. And it's hard to see. Cause like we talked about earlier you go through downs also running like and you don't realize the support you actually have and yeah i had no idea the support i had until i went home for christmas break because we got a pretty long one this year with like covid <laughs> stuff you know like yeah and the amount of people that like came up to me like genuinely asked how i was doing and like were like hey i i'm happy to see somebody out of Tahoe doing something you know <laughs> like, i get out of here and like do something like and that was like a people that we'd pass in the hallways in high school. And like we didn't even like, we didn't even look at each other. Not yeah. out of spite. Just we, we just weren't going to talk. We're not friends. Like not in a bad way. Just like we're different people Yeah, that were like, Hey, like would come up to me and like talk to me. I was like, Whoa, I expected this to be like, you pass me and I pass you kind of thing again. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not a good thing, but you know, like right. so there's people like that in the world. You just like, yeah, we know each other, but we're not, I might say hi if I pass you. That's about it. Yeah. You know, and support I had not just from like kind of a peers older and younger, mm-hmm. but also like parents that yeah. yeah, that I would hear like back in the day in high school kind of uh talk behind my back a little bit. Like I would hear that like that's not true. And then yeah. see them kind of like, oh like, oh, you're doing great. And I'm like, mm, I can't tell if you're fake or not, but I appreciate it. Right. You know, uh but it's kind of why I made a Facebook, honestly. It's yeah. like to kind of connect with you. Yeah. Like to connect with a little bit, I don't want to say older crowd, but like not everybody's going to have an Instagram and like mm-hmm. you always show people, hey, tell me when you race. You're like, oh, I, I can't text. Everybody tells me that. Like, yeah. I'm in race mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I ain't focused about my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so like I think Facebook's a good place to kind of connect to like my peers, parents that, in a way support me which is really really cool and, and very humbling yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have something very similar when you go back home to seattle yeah you know yeah. no yeah it's um it's cool it's cool um out of out of washington there's like a there's a decent amount of of runners that uh compete collegiately but like especially like in your town like people yeah. are like oh like yeah you know I hope you like, I wish you the best. Like I've, I've been watching you, like I've been following you. Um, 
it's cool or like you know i've i've posted some things on tiktok um like a, a racing video and like i'll get comments from someone i have no idea they're like oh like i've seen your name up in the halls at at, at the high school that's and cool I'm, I'm like okay that's cool like because you were once that kid seeing names in the halls like i don't know who that is but like they're fast i'm kind of gunning for that time you know yeah. like so yeah. that, that's cool that you guys see like that flip-flop of like now i'm the old old like you're the young grasshopper and i'm the old you know like, yeah right i don't like it though <laughs> i want to be <laughs> grasshopper are you kidding me <laughs> yeah we got some time though luckily not- luckily both of us still got what do you have three four more years dude somehow get this i'll be a freshman in outdoor this year yeah i'm gonna in be a school. sophomore dude. and this is my third year in school and you used to have a red shirt yeah i do you have a red shirt i because i i red shirted freshman year in outdoor and then last year way i didn't even have a season so i kind of guess you call it a covid shirt and so yeah, now i'm a i'm a junior in the classroom now mm-hmm. i'll be a 21 year old freshman on the track and outdoor I'm like what but i'm a sophomore and like indoor yeah. and cross yeah dude i'm the same i'm the same way and i don't think this indoor season counts so I don't, yeah i don't did the cross season count either i don't think so yeah so guys we could be <laughs> so this would this this would be, excuse me, um, my junior year, um, indoor, sophomore year, outdoor. But I don't think, I don't think this indoor season counts because like some teams are doing cross country. Some teams are doing, yeah. it, it's just weird. Um, but then I, I'm almost positive this outdoor season should count. So then it like equals out because we didn't get last indoor season back. Um, oh, so the didn't. next year I will be a junior across the board. So I guess I have two and a half more years, but you know, for being in school three years, already i still got two and a half more years and it's like you live by a train track yeah you can hear that oh yeah that thing woke <laughs> me up today at 5 a.m and i was pissed <laughs> i was so mad i wanted to tell the train to shut up but that ain't gonna do anything <laughs> like oh my goodness i hope it's a dream <laughs> i guess i got my window open too that's funny that's yeah. funny it's gone now yeah <laughs> That, that lost me of complete track of what we were even talking about eligibility okay yeah 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 because you'll be you said you'll be a junior all next year because like they're gonna because you didn't we didn't get indoor back this past year because mm-hmm. we pretty much went through the whole season except ncaa's dude tell us about that because you were you were at ncaa's every team's there and this is when COVID's hitting hard like all of a sudden everything's getting shut it was down like, it was the start of it because what what would it have been end of march end of february uh early march early right? march like the early, first weekend in march yeah because so like i think there was only at the time like i think it was something something close to like 200 confirmed cases in the u.s or something like that yeah and, they, and so so we get down there it was in new mexico um i was set to run the dmr because we qualified our dmr to nationals um and so our team's down there, like all the teams are down there, they're in the hotels. And I remember um, we were at the indoor track doing our pre-race warm-up, like the day before. Um, and things were just happening like left and right. It was just like, oh my goodness. Like when we landed in New Mexico the day previous, like things were starting to shut down. Like I think the MLB season had canceled. Like, um, yes. Uh, okay. So thunder happened there and also the NBA just like, boom, nope. Yeah. And then we got like, we got a message from the like SEC and they were saying like, you cannot travel unless you charter a plane. And we, we usually travel, uh, travel charter when we uh, go out of state. Um, so we're like, okay, okay, we're good. 
Um, and then we we're just like glued to our phones. And then we're at our pre-race day shakeout. Um, and at this point, they had already shut down the meet to coaches, uh, competitors, and approved personnel. So like trainers, photographers, stuff like that. They already, they went from full, full um, capacity audience fans to just uh, one or two family members and then just to athletes, coaches, and improved per- personnel. And we were like, okay, like, cool. Like, we can do that. Like, it's going to be quiet. It's going to be a weird race atmosphere, but at least we get to race. Like, all the teams are here. Like, let's do it. And then one by one, teams started dropping out. Like, Harvard didn't come. Um, the Ivy League. I heard, left. I heard that, um, like, the Ivy Leagues yeah, were on they the, were the planes. Were on the planes, and they didn't even, like, say anything. And there's like, nope. So they yeah. landed. And he yeah. said, hop back on the plane. We're going back home. Yeah. Now and he's then, like, what? Yeah. And so like things started like happening like that. And then it was just a domino effect. Um, and then it was, you know, it was to the point where there was, you know, not the full um, field that you were going to compete against. And then a lot of people are like, oh, like I, I'm obviously still want to race, but like, this is just going to be like it's not weird. The same. And then. And then while we're at the track, we get the news and we're like, we're sorry to inform you, like we can no longer do the NCAA championships. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there like looking around and I see seniors like crying because this is the first time they've qualified to indoor nationals. And like, that's how their college experience ended. Um, it was, it was just brutal. And I'm like, obviously for liability reasons, I get it. You know, maybe they we're here sued, but it's like, we're here. Like all these teams are on the track right now, warming up. And you're telling me we're going to have less people on the track during the race, but we can't do the race. Like we had more people in the complex on that day than there would have been on race day because all the teams were there. And like um, on race day, the next day, uh, you would have to have people in their team camps and you couldn't show up to the track until like a certain amount before you race. Um, So I'm like, okay, if we're all here right now, like it's one day away. Like, why can't we just race? Um, and they, they, you know, um, the way they made up for it was, um, if you qualified to nationals, you got all American status. So I guess technically, since I was on the the DMR team that, uh, qualified, um, I have an all American under my name, but it like, it doesn't feel like it, you know, you didn't didn't race. Um, which, kind of hit on that point of like how some teams are dropping out before you were still going to race. That would suck because for me, I'm like, I know if I don't beat that guy, I, I really didn't win. You right. know, like, like I really, I really deserve this. Like that, this is like participation medal at this point. Yeah. It was just, oh, dude, it was, it was brutal. It was really brutal. And then what was it? Maybe five days later we got sent home. We had no idea what was happening. And I remember coach Buck was like, Hey, like, go home. You can't stay here. Um, and just like be flexible. I think we will probably be back in maybe three weeks. We should have an outdoor season. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll go home. I'll train, come back and like, let's hit it. Uh, and now we're here. <laughs> yeah. We, we never came back in the spring break. No, no, we never did either. We went home and that was it. And then I had a, Oh dude, I had a brutal summer. I remember you got hurt a little bit. Yeah. I, um, Started the summer really, really fit. Um, did a speed workout, ended up pulling my hamstring. Um, so I had to um, I had to rehab from that. Got back from my hamstring, started getting strong again. Stress fracture in the foot. Um, so I was out for three months. 
uh, the whole summer. And man, I, I grew a lot during that time. <laughs> Not the run. Um, you really learn a lot about yourself when you can't do what you love to do. Um, I bet a lot of mental battles going on between there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I started running a week before I reported in August and then off to the races we went, but man, was I out of shape. I kind of felt, I came in. Yeah. Not as banged up as you, but like, yeah. Had like that foot thing, you know, oh, dude, I remember we were in, uh, like we were two by 10 minutes on the cross summer. course. Yeah, yeah. Two by 10 minutes. And you dropped me at six. We were, both, we were both dying, bro. <laughs> we were like huffing and puffing. We're like, dude, we're, we're fat and out of shape. <laughs> dude, I had gained, I think I gained like 18 pounds. <laughs> Cause I was, you know, I was lifting so much. I was massive. Yeah. You're huge, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I've, I've slimmed out now and you know, both of us, I think, are we're on the we're on the up we're on the up yeah this year up should, curve you know you this year should be good. I'm excited for this you know like I mean shoot we both had three coaches in three years in our college careers honestly. Oh, you frozen over there? Okay, no. no, no. Yeah, you froze for a second uh, there too. I said we we both had. Yeah, internet internet connection is unstable. No, we both had three coaches within three years of our college careers. It's hard. It's really hard to adapt. You know, Mm -hmm. um, because you feel like because because I remember I forget who was telling me it, but it takes like it takes like eight to twelve months to like fully adapt to a new training style, right? Um, to like, and that doesn't mean you can't run fast before that, but um, you know, you got. it's just, it's different from what you're used to before. So like you and I, we started adapting to coach O's training and then, um, you got used to bugs. Left. I got used to and my then, coach. So, yeah, exactly. And so then, you know, your body has to adapt to a new training style. So I was adapting to coach Buck's style here at Arkansas. And then you were, um, adapting to coach, uh, Darden's Darden's style. Um, and then, you transferred to Kansas. So now you're adapting to coach Witt's style. Which and now honestly, I'm the dude's a Kate's. guru, bro. Yeah. And now I'm adapting to coach Case's style. So like, I feel like you and I both haven't even like began to hit our stride. We haven't in a way. We yeah. We really haven't. We've been just kind of bounced over the place. And now I think we're finally starting to like sink our feet into something like, okay, like yeah. just adapt, 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 adapt. That's all running is just adapting, mm-hmm. adapt to pace, adapt to stress, adapt to, yeah adapt and stay healthy name of the game if you mm-hmm. stay healthy you run fast that's just how it is it's, it's consistency it's not for anybody listening out there that's not i guess been in the, the circuit for a while one workout's not gonna make you a great athlete no but one workout can break you it can put you in a sense of like where your body's so beat down that you eventually start breaking down and then you get hurt and when yeah. you get hurt you miss time and you miss the consistency take a whole bunch of B plus efforts at a time. Yeah. And you stay healthy, do your recovery, roll out, stretch. And yeah. it it's hard to go wrong if you stay healthy. Like exactly. Granted, you have to push the limit. That's what we're doing constantly is kind of finding that line of where our body's about to break and just sitting right under it. And you mm-hmm. sit there long enough, your body's gonna adapt and that line can go a little bit higher. And so yeah. you, you take a little bit step higher without stepping over it. Once mm-hmm. you step over, you get stress fractures, bone breaks, like your body starts breaking down and then you have to take time off training. 
and that's not fun. It's terrible. And then you come back and getting yeah. back into shape is the worst thing. Like the oh. first three weeks are absolutely terrible. Dude, and for me this year, it was, it was longer than that because it like, yeah. like you said, it takes this long to build it and you lose it like that. Yeah, it, it, it could take take you a month to take you longer than a month to build it, but like takes you seven, eight months to like, okay, I'm starting to really get in shape finally. Like I can actually like right. really compete at an elite level and then you get sick or you get hurt and say you're out for four weeks, mm-hmm. three weeks or longer. It makes it that much harder right to get back in shape but because you've been in shape your body's going to recognize it and get back to where you were a little bit quicker than you mm-hmm. were before but it takes time for your body to readapt to that because you can yeah. lose it actually kind of quick and yeah quick doesn't mean a day or two like take take a day off yeah like take take a day off like mm-hmm. be confident enough in your training like that a day off is going to help you more than hurt you I take every Sunday off, baby. I'm a Wednesday guy, man. Every Wednesday I take <laughs> off and like roll and stretch and like try to hydrate and yeah. let the body refuel. But like, depending on when oh, your day off, day day off. Do what? Yeah, it was my friend. I, Lucky. I gosh, you're so much schoolwork on Wednesdays, man. I on my days off, I just grind it out. Yeah, dude. I don't even. I don't even want to talk about school. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't come here to play no school, did we? Nah, dude, athlete, student, I'll tell you what. <laughs> no one heard that. That's about right. <laughs> Nobody listen to this anyways, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who yeah, hey. yeah who listen to this. This will be the one that blows up. This is going to be exactly the one that blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Luke George says, athlete, student. Bro, you, you are lying to yourself if you don't think that's what it is. <laughs> Bro, what I'm just saying, when I took my visits, I didn't check out the library. <laughs> yeah, uh, they show you the library. Like, oh, like we have a lot of people study here. I don't care what it's that. I'm not ever going to be here. Like, I'm studying my house. Nah, yeah. Or show me the athletic center. Show me the athletic stuff. Yeah. Show, show me stuff I'm going to use that other people can't use. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, that's what I want to learn. That's what I wanted to see. Like, yeah. Where, yeah. Where's Where's the cool stuff at? Yeah, right. <laughs> cool stuff. Everybody's seen a library. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I spend so much time in there. Oh, every every day. I'm an avid reader. Studying hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially for Zoom classes, man. Oh, Zoom University, bro. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Zoom stuff is terrible, and I hate online textbooks. Yeah, dude. Same. I just like I. If I'm being completely honest, I don't even pay attention. <laughs> But I get through it. I get through it. I turn in. I turn in stuff when I gotta turn it in. I take the exams and I take. I, I turn in my quizzes. And I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> doing what you gotta do, right? Amen. Get it done. Get it done. Oh, I love it, Luke, yeah. brother. This has been great, man. Sure. This I agree. Awesome. We we'll have to do a sequel. Oh, facts, dude. I mean, I think we've been talking for probably like an hour and a half. We could probably go for three hours if you want. People aren't gonna listen to this though. If we go for four hours though, you know, they're probably gonna see like ninety minutes. They're like, I don't know. I don't want to click on this. (laughs) We can can slice it. Yeah, we'll slice it in little bits, you know. For sure. But man, this has been this has been super fun. I appreciate you, man. I'm I'm glad you're doing this. Exciting. Thanks, man. It's definitely something I've been kicking around, and I'm like, just do it. You know, like just. 
sink your hand and feet into it and just get after it. But man, it's been great. I will see you soon, my friend. Yeah, I'll I'm, I'm I'll sure. Still- We'll tomorrow? see each other this weekend, or to, yeah, we'll see you there tomorrow. Actually, yeah, I'll probably see you at the uh, the track shaking out. Yeah, sounds great, brother. I'll see you then. From Zoom to in person, I'll see you tomorrow, man. Can't Appreciate wait, you. This was fun. Okie okay, Kid Podcast, baby. Okay, sign.